Hello everyone, hello friends. Thank you so much for coming back to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, which is every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time on Edify, Pod, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. We love your questions, we love your comments, and we love the fact that you want to be here and to be trained to live a life of significance and success. Today, we have a very special guest with us. His name is Timothy Mahoney. He is um, an award-winning director of six future films and he will talk more about this. And it's also the founder of Thinking Men Film and Media, a Minneapolis, Minnesota-based international documentary and publishing company. Tim, thank you so very much for coming to our podcast. Would well, you thank you for having me. Thank you. Would you introduce yourself to our audience, please? Yes. Well, my name is Tim Mahoney, and I started a film called Thinking Man Films. And what we do is we make films that are investigative, uh, that seek uh, to solve some of the questions that are in the past that people have wondered about, such as the stories of the Bible. Uh, when I first started this investigation that we're going to be talking about, which is uh, the Exodus and the journey to Mount Sinai, I... Um, I, I was like a lot of people. I was raised in a Christian environment. I believe the Bible was historical, and there wasn't any trouble with my understanding of that. But in 2002, I went into Egypt, and for the first time, went to had the opportunity. It was really an adventure to go to the place where the Bible states that the Israelites lived. And when I got there, and I met with the Egyptologist that was there, or Manfred Bitek, uh, he told me, I said, is there any evidence for the Exodus? And he said, so far, not. And I was really taken back by that. He was telling me that, he, and I knew that he had been there for a long time digging, that he didn't see any evidence. Well, later I would find out the reasons why he said that, because it was politically dangerous for him to talk about the Bible being uh uh, in Egypt, uh, because the Bible was the story of the Jews and the story of Israel. Uh, but I didn't know that at the time. And I came home from that trip and had a crisis of faith. Uh, and what ended up happening was I I had to make a decision. Was I going to accept the, this answer? And I found actually a book that had a completely different interpretation of this work and that was a book called uh, Pharaohs and Kings. And that particular book showed the evidence in the same location that I had gone to. And that began the process of me making this series of films that we call Patterns of Evidence. And if people are curious about these films, they can go to our website, patternsofevidence.com. And uh, the, the, I'm able to, um, the first film, by the way, you know, took me about 12 years to make. And, and I had no idea it would take that long. Uh, there was a lot of things that I had to learn, a lot of things that a lot of people I had to talk to and places I had to go to make this film. And what's coming up now is on May 15th and May 17th of this month, uh, we are releasing a new film. This is the sixth film in the investigation. So the good news is we found an awful lot of evidence that, that matches the Bible. And that started in the very first film on the Exodus. And then I made another film 
on called The Moses Controversy. And that particular film deals with the writing of the Bible. Did Moses have some way to write the Bible? And what we uncover is a, a writing system, and not only any kind of writing system, but the very first alphabet. And that film is showing us that the very first people to write, the, to write I believe, were the Jewish people. Uh, and they, they used, someone had the brilliant idea, and I think it was inspired by God, to take Egyptian hieroglyphs, and they modified them. So it wasn't Egyptians who did this, but um, a Semitic people, and the Jewish people were, uh, were Semitic people. And they took these hieroglyphs, and there's like a, a symbol for a bull, which is like a horns, bull head like this. And they took that symbol, and that became an A, or an Aleph. So they used phonetics like ah, uh, a, and uh, b, b, and they took words and they put symbols to them. That became the genius of a phonetic alphabet. And they took these characters and eventually this bullhorn becomes the letter A, right? So it's, that became the basis of all alphabets. And why this was significant was I could start to see that Moses was told to write this down, and right at the same place that I'm investigating the Israelites, what do we find is we find this writing system that I think is connected to the early form of Hebrew, and that's the second film that we investigated. And by the way, the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So God's Word is incredibly important, but how do regular people get to know God's Word? And what we found is that this is the very first time we see this ingenious technology of an alphabet coming so that the Israelites, when Moses tells them, write these commands on your doorposts, you know, teach them to your children. Well, how are they going to write it if they're just slaves? Well, they, they could learn this alphabet. And that's what the archaeology was showing. That is so interesting. And uh, I want, uh, I hope that uh, our audience, our viewers will go and see your movie. Um, what struck me is the fact that um, your story is totally different than my story. You grew up in a free land in America. You grew up in a Christian home where your parents taught you from a younger age about the Bible and uh, try to um, instill in you the love for the Bible and let you uh, be free to question or not the Bible. Uh, I grew up in a socialist and communist country where uh, parents were put in jail if they will uh, share the gospel in their home. And uh, kids will be uh, tricked to, or sometimes even forced by the government to um, tell at school or to the government if the parents are talking about uh, Christ at home or not. My my book, it's uh, Saving My Assassin, uh, was published by Tyndale House Publishers, and and uh, people can read more and can buy it at virginiaprodanbooks.com slash product slash book. 
the reason I want to make this transaction, this difference between your life in, in a freedom in America and my life under socialists and communists, even though by the grace of God, I, uh, God brought me to him and I knew God, but I supported lots of consequences. I was uh, arrested, tortured, uh, beaten, put under house arrest, and a government spy came to my office and put a gun in my face to kill me because I didn't want to stop defending Christian. And by the grace of God, I shared the gospel with him and the story goes on. The reason I am saying this is because we see right now in America so many people turning their back to God, questioning if the Bible is true. And I believe that your your work is even more important now than ever before. And I hope that parents will take their children, especially if they have questions, to see your movies. How do you think that you reach this generation or these people that are questioning God with your, uh, with your film? Well, one of the ways, and by the way, thank you for sharing that, uh, your story. And, and you're correct. Uh, what's happening is we have to be very careful about what's going on in our own country uh, with people wanting to lose freedoms. The whole Exodus story is about freedom. People that were enslaved and in bondage, uh, God saw their, their, their crying, and Moses is told at the burning bush when God speaks to him, for those who, who know the story, that Moses was you know tending a flock of sheep, and he saw this bush burning, that it wasn't burning up. He thought, what's, what's that about? And he went over to that, to that bush, and then the voice of God speaks to him and tells him he's on holy ground. I think that the idea of freedom— uh, in many ways, is a holy idea that God wants to free us. He wants us to be free from captivity. And there's a, there's an evil force in the world. The Bible tells us about this, that there, there are powers and principalities that have rebelled against God. And the other nations that are around the world are in a rebellion in many ways against the God of the Bible. And this film is talking about a people, Abraham's descendants. Abraham was was called out by God, and, and God said, I'm going to make a nation for myself. And what he really meant was a nation of people that would serve him. And from that nation uh, was th- these people that came from the, the Exodus. Uh, they were the early Israelites, and they became a nation. But this nation was a unique nation because others could join it. And it's really the nation of God being able to recognize that there is one true God and that we want to, that he's the creator of the universe. And I think in Romania and in these other communist countries, they've been in rebellion uh, in the past against these things. And so they're, but those don't give people what they want. They don't give them the happiness that they want. They don't give them the freedom that they want. The whole idea of America too the founding fathers saw what happened at Mount Sinai. They understood that law, that law was given to us because God was trying to protect us. And God knew that, that, that there was an evil in the world. And if we served him, that we would be protected, that he would be our guardian and that he would be our protector. And there's many verses that talk about that. 
Even the verse in the Psalms, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leadeth me to lie down in green pastures. And so many people think they're going to become free by running away from God. And one of the things that happens here in the supernatural is that is that uh, people are trying to discredit the Bible. And I think the reason they do that is maybe has different purposes. But one of them is because they honestly don't think that that's true, because they, they've looked in certain places in the past f- for evidence, such as in the Sinai Peninsula. My film, Journey to Mount Sinai 1 and 2, uh, these films that it's, I, I've, I'm the main character in them, uh, is going to be, as we said, in theaters. This, the second part of this film is in theaters May 15 and May 17. And th- this, is a, this is a question, uh, a quest to search for where is this mountain? Because we have people who say there's no evidence. I mean, I'm going to say it. There's people throughout the nation, throughout the world, I should say, in nations that say the Bible isn't true. It's not true. And, and there's no evidence for this. Well, this film looks at the evidence and says, what should we look for? And for some of the people who want to see it, I, I put together a Mount Sinai scorecard. And this is a, this is a, you can download this at our website, patternsofevidence.com. You can get this scorecard and you can, these are, these are the things we're going to look for. And then these are the mountains that we're looking at. And you can keep track of this. We also have the Bible verses that give you information about the journey and the different attributes and artifacts that we're looking for. And we show the campsites as well as the wildernesses. So for people that want to grow in their faith, or if you just are wondering, is any of this true? Is there evidence that God has acted in history? And why should I care? And as you lived in Romania and you dealt with a, a, a nation that was against God and they were upset that you were there, there's a spiritual battle going on in the world. The Bible tells us that there is a spiritual battle and that this battle is between the God of the universe and uh, fallen angels. And there's a, there's a chief one that's called the devil or Lucifer is his, another name. And are there so are powers right. and principalities. What? You are so right about this. You, you nailed it. One is um, people believe that turning their back to God, they're going to give, that will give them freedom because they will make themselves, uh, you know, uh, gods in their own life and they will rule their own life. But the Bible tells us that Christ said, you will know the truth, him, and the truth will make you free. I signed my my uh, books with Freedom is Precious for two reasons. One is because Christ sacrificed for our freedom and we should accept his freedom in him and accept him as our Lord and Savior. The second is because I experience life without freedom under socialists and communists. And people that want to bring socialists and communists to America should think twice because the when the government becomes your, um, your God, they will put you in a cage. There is no freedom. The second think that you nailed it so well, and I hope that <coughs> your, uh, our audience will uh, go and see the movie, is that when you follow Christ, 
you prove it with your life, and I hope they will understand that you start when God becomes your Lord and King and you started to work for the kingdom of God, your life will have a, a significance and success in him. You will reach and touch other lives. Many times I said to, to people, I fought against a dictator, Ceausescu, who had everything on his fingertips, money, securitate, uh, police, everything. And he is dead for 30-something years. He believed that he had my life in his hands. And by the grace of God, I'm alive. And I tell people about this. You are living a life of significance in success by doing those documentaries that will reach people's lives. But you are doing your part. I believe that parents and grandparents and even People that have questions have to do their part to see those movies. Am yes. I correct in that? Yes, um, we do, because the, the world is, is trying to reach our children and grandchildren. And uh, so what we're dealing with is not just natural things. We're dealing with supernatural uh, activity that is there's a battle between good and evil and in the bible talks about in the last days evil will be good and good will be evil because the world wants to flip this around and i think that uh what you're saying too is that god rescued and protected you uh when the leader that was uh going to have everything and had all this control now he's not here he was deceived most likely and uh, he did not know the God of the Bible. And I think these are the things that we've got to, uh, we have to realize that there are consequences for what we believe. And those consequences will either bring us to life, and some people might lose their lives while they're uh, believing in something that is true. But there is also what we call eternal life. God has given us the ability, I think all of us, we're a mixture of physical and spiritual being. And there is, there is something more coming. And that's what the Bible is talking about. It's, it's inviting us to, uh, to acknowledge that we were created. We, were not, we did not evolve. We're not independent of God. That there are actually laws. And this is something that's intriguing me. Uh, if we look at the journey to Mount Sinai, which is, as we said, we would like for people to go see this film. If they go to PatternsOfEvidence.com, PatternsOfEvidence.com, they can see the trailer. They can look where to look for tickets uh, and see if a theater's in their area. They hit the ticket button and they, they'll take them to another website and they can then look for tickets. But here's the thing. The Israelites were enslaved. Just as many people in around the nation, they're enslaved. They had taskmasters. They didn't get to do what they wanted to do. They, they were under a control. And that was... That was the power of, of Egypt enslaving them. Well, this type of enslavement is happening all over the world, isn't it? And this story of the Exodus is that God sees that and he wants to deliver. And for some people, they're still in a nation where they're, they're enslaved, but God delivers them in their spirits and in their hearts and in their minds. And uh, so this deliverance that the Israelites had was both physical and spiritual. And so they got him to the mountain. And that's, the, that's what this journey is going to be about. That's why I think this film 
is going to be a blessing to many people. If you want your faith encouraged, you're going to be able to go with me on a journey to search for where this event happened. And you're going to be able to come along and see the events, uh, the, the locations. And some of you uh, will, might never get a chance to go to where I'm going to take you. But this is going to be a very, very special event and very, very special time in this movie. I I hope, I really hope that um, our audience, your audience will uh, go and watch these movies because like you said, it's not only a spiritual battle, but there are visible consequences of the fact that when we don't obey God, we support the consequences. We see in America today how uh, um, the ideology of changing sex and doing things for even offering those things for kids and the horrible influence on that, um, destroying the family, having um, not the family what God created, uh, man and woman, and how that changes so many lives in a negative way. Suicidal is uh, um, skyrocketing and so forth. So you, I can emphasize to anyone how important it is for them to go to your website and buy the tickets and see those movies. My question to you is, if they miss that, there is any way after 15 and 17 of May, can people buy uh, your movie from your website? How How is this process going to go? Yes, that's possible. They can buy all of our movies. And, and uh, if they go to our website later, they can, they can see the first movie right now if they want to. So they could go there now and watch the very first movie. And that would be wonderful. And uh, we hope they would come to this, to this movie because... I have added something, a spiritual dynamic that I've never added to a movie before. I'm adding worship. And I uh, felt that the as I looked at the, the, the story of the Israelites at the mountain, they were called to worship God. They were to raise their hands. I mean, they were, they were I don't know, technically speaking, it doesn't say they raised their hands, but they were there to worship God. And I think Worship generally is. I think the Hebrew sign for worship, hallelujah, is, is like an H. It's got the uh, hands upraised. So I, I think that they wouldn't be far uh, wrong with that idea. And that's what I d demonstrated. I, I recreated the worship at the mountain. But then afterwards, here's what I started to realize is that we were created to worship. I'm created to worship. I need to spend personal time outside of church outside of worshiping with other people, just personal time to worship the Lord. Look at how much we have to be thankful for. And I think that that uh, I know many people, we can look at our life and we can be ungrateful. We have very much to be grateful for and, and thankful for. And that's the reason why at the end of this film, I'm going to lead in a short time where we're going to worship the Lord. And this is a secret, a secret idea, which is, when you worship the Lord, it takes your eyes off from the trouble. Yes. It takes your yes. eyes off from the problem. You know, Paul and Silas, they were beaten and thrown into prison. And what did they do? They started to worship the Lord in prison. And an earthquake came. And angels, I mean, and their, their bonds just broke off and the prison doors were open and they walked out. Wow. 
here they were, one thing led to another. And I mean, they could have just complained and went to bed and nothing would have happened. But that's not what they did is they worshiped the Lord. That so there's, so I think we worship. need to know there's power in worship. Worshiping the Lord brings miracles in your life. Obeying the Lord brings miracles in your life, and not only in your life, in the life of people around you. Remember that the God accepted Christ. He wanted to kill himself, but, you know, a good good Christian like him shared the gospel with him. I hope, Tim, I hope uh, that an I will contact uh, several uh, Christian schools and let them know about your your uh, movies and I hope they will have like part of their curriculum to discuss with with children about uh, about the movie uh, about the questions they they might have. But we want to thank you so very much, Tim, for coming to our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan, and bringing so much knowledge and so much of your passion and your love for Christ and for people. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very very much, everyone, for uh, returning to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan. We love to train you to live a life of full boldness, courage, significance, and successful life. We uh, have our podcast on Spotify, Spotify, Edify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean, and several other platforms every single Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock. We hope you will um, stop at our our um, website and buy the book, Saving My Assassin, will help you to see that you have a purpose, you have a, a reason to be here, and God can do miracles in your life. We hope uh, um, you can find the books at virginiaprodanbooks.com slash product slash book. We also hope that you took to heart everything that team uh, Mahone uh, shared with you. You go to his website and you watch the movies. Until next time, God bless you. Don't forget to send us your questions and your comments and return to our podcast and share our podcast with others. Thank you, team, again for being here at our podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Bye-bye and God bless you.